millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. An Erios production. Menopause is coming and the men have all left town. But I'm not giving up until I see that baby crown. Could be bald and bearded, shorter, tall, funny, smart, love basketball. From gay to straight, black to white, tiny eyes with an underbite. I just need sperm. Sperm cast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Sperm Cast. I want to say a big thank you to my latest Patreon subscribers Elia T, Celia H, Claire P, Katie M, Kayla M, Emily M, Tabitha C. Tabitha Crookshank, she's the one that won Aaron's book last week. Congrats, Tabitha. I'm going to send that tomorrow. Vicky M, Emily B, Hannah V, and Katie W. Y'all, I think we are up to, hold on, $685. 15 more bucks and we'll be at $700 a month, which would be like pretty fucking cool. Okay, now we're going to start this podcast. Oh, okay, but wait, wait, before I start the podcast, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. There are some really great reviews that you guys are putting up and I really, really appreciate it. Oh, I think we're up to like 390-something. Hold on, let me find out. Y'all, I have 396 five-star reviews, okay? No, wait, I don't. I have 384 five-star reviews. But I have 396 reviews, which is pretty, pretty cool. Makes me a legit podcast, but you know what would make me more legit? 400 reviews. Hopefully five stars. So please head on over to Apple Podcasts and rate, review, and subscribe. Seriously, I need you, baby. I need you so badly. (laughs) Okay, now for this week's episode. It's Sunday night. I did my frozen embryo transfer eight days ago. Tomorrow, I go in for my beta, my blood test, and my urine test to find out if I'm pregnant. If I'm pregnant, fucking dream come true. If I'm not, I'll survive because I'm a big girl and what other choice do I have? But I'll also have to spend another $15,000 using my frozen eggs and waiting another month and not knowing if that'll work and going through this again. Oh, God, I don't even want to talk about it. On paper, this week has been pretty great. It's Thanksgiving. There hasn't been a lot of work to do. I've baked pies. I've sewn clothing, and that's been really fun. I've crocheted, but I also haven't had any fucking symptoms. And I have no distractions. No work means my mind has nothing to focus on except this. (sighs) Luckily, I know someone who's kind of in the exact same position. You know her too. Okay. Okay. Here we are. Okay. Well, hi. Hi. <laughs> so, listeners, I'm here with Selena Dean. You'll remember her from episode something or other. Sure. Called The Deans mm-hmm. in season two. Mm-hmm. And I'll probably put an excerpt of it right here. 
Ooh, so there we were, real ready to go. Just go the for it. The nurses are all coming, oh, are you ready? So they're like, kind of like, okay, we're excited and building it up. and Just in the stirrups, you're waiting, and I'm sitting there next to you. And, and then uh, the doctor came in. He said, what are you doing here? <gasps> what are you doing here? It didn't work. Your, your eggs are terrible. His sperm is terrible. It didn't work. And we were both, like, four years hindsight now. I'm like, is that actually what he did he but that is exactly what he did he said those those things yeah and then in still that same moment without our pants on without my pants on <laughs> lying down he said i do you have a brother josh or your no? father maybe How your father, father we could get was... sperm from him he could have just thrown a grenade in the room it would have been the same thing we just were selena started crying i started crying because of just that disappointment but then kind of being attacked simultaneously oh my god yeah that yeah. is just fucking terrible yeah. horrible yeah, yeah but least, you know at least it also is costing twenty five thousand dollars while you're, oh, you're sitting you know. and so now you remember them <laughs> <laughs> oh i remember it like it was yesterday oh yeah and so selena can you tell my listeners what you've been up to since then yes i can you and josh have been up to since then we're still together. Well, that's good. We're very happy. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I know. God, we got divorced, but we're very happy about it. That'd be weird. Um, no, we're together. And so we did a sperm and an egg uh, adoption, essentially. We used donor sperm and egg mm-hmm. to get some embryos. To make some embryos, yeah. To make some yeah, embryos. Yeah, yeah. That was the goal. It seemed and seems still like a... It's a great option that I didn't know existed. And I think maybe that's where we left off when we spoke two years ago. Yeah. Where I was just learning about this. Yeah. So at any rate, you go through a bunch of sites that are like Tinder. And you've talked about this in the past. But like you swipe or you click on humans and you try (laughs) to choose these humans that are like... You're perfect humans. And for you this... were looking for a combo that might look like you and Josh, right? <laughs> yes. So we were objective to a point. We shortlisted the humans that we chose, and then we sent them to our friend oh. who helped us. Melissa. We're allowed to say Melissa. (laughs) It's a secret. Um, Don't tell Melissa. Jody said her name. She has no idea we're talking about her right now. Yeah. Whatever. She was great. So we chose our people. It turns out the combination of the woman and the man that we initially chose had a possibility of when their DNA combined, perhaps a baby would have a birth defect. Wow. Because there wasn't enough testing done on the sperm at the time. Oh. So we could have tried to contact the donor and see if he would be willing to do that test, which of course would cost money, and we wouldn't have been able to do that because we don't get to know who these people are. Right. We really, for whatever reason, were like, no, that's our guy. So we're going to try and choose another woman. Oh. So we chose another woman, and um, it's my dog, Jimmy. Hi, Emerson. Hi. Hi, tiny dog. So we did that, and everything looked great. Yeah. And everything looked great. And so then, maybe the process is similar now to what you did at Sure, this point. I guess. Sure. Because at this point, we have eggs. You buy a cohort of eggs. You how many eggs? Nine eggs. Can you talk about how much they cost? Yeah. $15,000. 15 grand. Yeah. You want to know how... Well, you know how much the sperm costs. Oh, the sperm costs, yeah. Maybe $1,000. Oh. $750 to $950. Oh, you're in California Cryobank? That's a little more pricey. Yeah, so it was just under $1,000. Oh, do you know how much your donor 
egg lady makes? No. Probably not, not that much if it was only 15 for you. I think it's probably like six or seven thousand dollars wow. of that amount of money. Mm-hmm. The gal in my last episode donated five times in college, which is amazing. Wow. She only made she only made five about five grand each time. Yeah, I think that's but right. then had taxes taken out. So it's like <gasps> can you imagine going through all that? I mean I would do it. <laughs> yeah. But, and now knowing what this is, I too would like if yeah. I could help other people. Yeah. Because it is an amazing thing that these humans... It is really and like, great. if they can make money off of it, yes, they yes, should. Yes, They're putting their bodies through a lot of rigorous yeah. um, regiments, I guess. Yeah. So it was all fine. And then we... I'm, I'm abridging it, I guess, because maybe I'm... I'm Amnesia-ing? Yeah, like on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> but it was basically... Uh, you combine the egg, you combine the sperm in order to make these embryos. And right. we had six embryos that looked good, that were usual and normal. And as the days went on, by like day three, it was already like, they're just not... What the fuck? They're just not... They stopped growing. Fuck. So it looked like there were two that were possibly strong enough to keep going. So four of them at that point were just non Oh, And you're getting viable. these updates from the clinic and you're waiting each day and you're hearing... That's terrible. But the first two days, it's like, oh, it's going well. Yes. It's going well. And then by day three, it was like, it just, it all stopped. I don't know what's happened. Mm. And my doctor, who I continue to really love, she's just been terrific. She mm-hmm. continues to be amazing. She said, I've never seen this before. Yeah. Which is like... the thing you I was not pumped to hear Josh and I were like you don't want to be those people again to be like what this has never happened right so she said I've never seen this before because there were so many options to begin with this is unusual so what we're hoping for is maybe that none of them go maybe none of them develop past this point because Mm -hmm. then we can go back to the donor site or to either donor site and say, hey, it didn't work. Can you give us more material? Right. Which I've since heard is like a real long shot. Like, Oh, really? Yeah. People probably at those facilities aren't going to give you freebies. Right. But our embryologist, whose name I don't know, and our doctor both said they were willing to go to bat for us. Okay. Should this actually have happened. Okay. What ended up happening was we got one embryo. So we got one embryo, which... Uh, was like great and also in a way the worst case scenario yeah because we thought in my dream of dreams before we were getting updates about things out of all of the stuff we had purchased and all of the choices we'd made I thought maybe we'll get three embryos and so I'll get to keep I'll get to try again yeah because I've never been pregnant so I don't know I don't know if it if it will happen yeah Um, So I just wanted more at-bats, basically. And, of course, Josh wanted the same. It just makes the weight of the world on this tiny embryo be... Exactly. Yeah. So we've ended up with one. When I received that news, I was pretty mad. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But then a friend of mine who is a director, theater maker, one of my best friends... Um, called at the most opportune time and said, hey, I'm doing a play in Vermont this summer and uh, I wasn't going to call and ask you to do it because 
you're busy because she knows what's going on. Right. And then she said, but then I thought maybe I would call and ask because I wanted to, I wanted you to get to choose right. to say yes or no to this thing. And I said, yes, I would like to take a break from my life right now. I would love to go to Vermont and do a play with you. Oh my God. So I took the summer off and went to Vermont and did so a, great. a musical, a play, a, a what have you, a play with music uh, with one of my dearest lady pals. That and sounds I, like a dream. It really was. It was yeah. like, well, you know, like yeah. just nature. It was oh, so good to so be beautiful. surrounded by nature. Yeah. And, um, I was selfish. I woke up when I wanted to. I could get go up, wake up early, go for runs, run to the swimming hole, go for swims, run back home, make food, go do a play. That was my summer. It was like summer camp. Oh my gosh. So then I came back in a better mental state, I think. I think I was, I wouldn't have been ready to jump into what we're now doing. Yeah. Did you have a polyp or something or no? no? Oh yeah, that's right. Wait, that's uh-huh. right. That was before. It was in the spring. Oh, because I, I had to miss my grandmother's funeral. Oh for my it. god! <laughs> because at that time we were so hopeful. We didn't know how many embryos. Oh, and we... so you were planning on doing a transfer right then when it when the embryos got to the certain point. Right. Exactly. So then, when you only had one, were you all primed and ready to implant? Pretty much. But then how, how come you guys didn't do it? Because that's when you found the polyp? No, the polyp was before the embryos even grew. Okay. My body was primed because we did essentially a dummy round uh-huh. to figure out, like, is this going to work? And uh-huh. is this the right amount of drugs and blah, blah, blah. It was more, uh, what is it called? A biopsy round. Right. So that's why it was in a ready state. Uh-huh. Um, but then we, I just thought, no, my body is in no... Though it would have been ready drug-wise, my mental health wasn't at its best. I was unhappy, and I thought, I don't think these conditions are good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so the polyp was before. The polyp was after the donor selection. Then we went for a test, realized I had a polyp, realized it had to be removed, which was like kind of a... I mean, it was easy and fine, but it was still like you have to go in and it's a day surgery thing. Yeah. And, and then you have to wait another month. And then you have, you have to wait, wait another month. month. And then you have to wait another month. And I I love my grandma. I'm wearing her rings right now. Aww. They're clickety-clacking. And I had seen her the January before. She passed just a few months after that. So I didn't feel like I was dishonoring her somehow. But I do resent that I wasn't right. able to be there. Yeah. And I guess I could have made a different choice, but at that time, it didn't feel like I could. Yeah. And my family was so supportive. They yeah. just wanted whatever was best for me. Yeah. So I'm fortunate that way. Um, here we are. Well, I got another thing, though, because okay. you were starting to do the, the estrogen and progesterone shots one month. This was in like maybe September or October. You guys had to stop and not do it because... Because we did the biopsy round again. Yeah. And that was fine. Yes. So then the next month, so that was in September, I guess. So then in October was going to be the month that we were going to do the implant. Right. But my results were not the same. My uterine lining did not... Get thick enough. No. So I had taken estradiol, the pills, both of those times. The first time it was fine. Uh-huh. The second time it wasn't. And my thyroid was off, which I'm on thyroxin. Right. So we went from 100 to 125. 
So then I had seen you and you had gone through, you know, the two weeks of priming your uterus or whatever, and you had to cancel the transfer, basically, at the last minute, right? Right. I hate that fucking feeling (laughs) of just like, oh, I'm ready to go and I have to wait another month or whatever. I'm at the whim and the mercy of everything else. I'm not in control of any of this. So I really feel like month to month, I'm like, what are we doing now? Body slash doctor? Right, right, right. So you really have a more objective... Well, no, now that I'm like, now that it's been a year and it's basically been a year because of Martin and Melissa's wedding. Sure. Right before that is when I did my first insemination. Yes. And right. I was just so impatient and, and have been the whole time through every moment and, you know, was devastated the first month when I didn't get pregnant. <laughs> I know. I mean, like I didn't, I was just naive and I'm still naive. <laughs> Um, You're hopeful. Uh, yeah. But it just, you know, I just, you know, watching the time just click by and not, not being able to do anything. For me, it's like also this is all consuming for me because of the podcast and because of this is just basically all I do with my time. And it's embarrassing. Yeah. No, it's, what are you talking about? Well, it's like, it's not, it's, I'm glad I do it. It's, it's just that I don't have other things right now and it's. I do, but I don't. Yeah, I get that. That's not embarrassing. I know, That's I know. Just dedicated. It's just... You are. You're really in this groove right now. <sighs> I wouldn't call this a groove. <laughs> I'm not grooving. <laughs> it's not very groovy. Anyway, I just want this part to be be over. Yeah. Even though I look back on this last year, and I'm thankful for all of the things that happened, and I and the, all the things that I've learned. Uh, but anyway, Thank so God. now we can move on to <laughs> yeah. where we both are because so last a week and a half ago, two weeks ago, yeah. you and I went to a job together. Mm-hmm. We met at the job and we had both just come from our gynecologist. <laughs> I was in a great mood and you were in a terrible mood. <laughs> my doctor just told me my uterine lining was great and that we were going to do the transfer on Saturday. And your doctor she said... I mean, my uterine uterine lining was great also, so I was overjoyed about that. But then she said, but there's maybe a, I don't know, is there a polyp? There might be something. I'm not sure. On um, the ovary. Uh-huh. So that could be a problem. And I, I'm, at that point, I was like, no. So she wanted to do more blood work that morning. She would give me results that night. And the goal was to do a transfer on Saturday. Right. But <laughs> at that point, she was like, I don't really know what the deal is yet. And if this transfer does happen, I can't be there for it. Yeah. And that doesn't make me feel good. And I, we talked about it and I said, well, of course, it doesn't make me feel good either because we've really been through it together. Yeah. But she has great doctors around her and she's not going to throw me to the wolves. So right. it's like, if, this, if that's really the major thing holding this whole thing back, yeah. that's fine. We're just going to sally yeah. forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, when I saw you backtrack, Neither I felt of us like knew. I was in such a foul mood. <laughs> oh, no. It was, I felt, oh my God. It was just crazy. It was such a crazy coincidence. Yes. I didn't know you were going to the doctor that morning. No. <laughs> Why would we didn't? And and I let you tell me the whole thing, and then I was like, "Well, I gotta tell you something. I'm gonna do my transfer on Saturday too." <laughs> and then they ended up being an hour apart from each oh, other. God, crazy. Uh, it's so crazy. So we had our transfer on Saturday. We did. We both on did Saturday a week ago today. A week ago oh. today, which it's only been a week. That's crazy. Ugh. 
How's your butt doing? Oh, I thought you meant my butthole. Sorry, I don't. Even, I don't usually say butthole. I don't like that word, but I really thought you meant my butthole. No, but I really want to know if you're feeling the the shots. I was sore for the first two days, maybe three or four days, and then I wasn't sore anymore. I'm still not sore, but now I'm getting these hard oh lumps. I've heard that you get them. They They're not me. little though. It feels like I've got like um like a sand dollar under my skin. Really? Yeah. I guess that happens because there's uh, the progesterone is in oil, yes, and it needs to disperse throughout your muscle. Right. How long is your needle for your? Um, I don't know the actual. It's not. I don't know gauge. Um, because at first I was using an inch and a half, mm-hmm. and I didn't have these lumps. <laughs> then I discovered that I was using the wrong needle. I only needed to use the one inch one, and now I've got these lumps. And I'm thinking I need to go deeper. Because maybe that's not getting into my muscle. I think mine's an inch and a half. I don't. Mine's not an inch, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Are you having a hard time plunging? Not a hard time, but is it it's a very, very slow? slow? Yeah. The first the times before I've done it, it hasn't been as slow as this. And I don't know what oh. that is. Yeah. Oh, your husband's home. He is. Well, anyway, um, um, my yeah. What's going on with your butthole? It's <laughs> my hole is terrific. <laughs> the other oh, the dog just fell off the bed. <laughs> There's a lot going on. My, the, it's been a, it feels like a workout. My butt feels like it's constantly, like I've just done a bunch of squats. Yes, that's That's, what mine felt like for the first four days, but it doesn't really feel like that anymore. Every day. But I liked that sore feeling. Yeah, it's kind of. I was like, is this going to give me a better butt? (laughs) And now I'm like, these, these, these lumps in my butt, I'm like, maybe that gives me a little more shape. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe you can tell. I haven't noticed your butt to be shapeless. <laughs> like you have a great butt. I do have a great butt. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great butt. <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, Josh. Hey, Jay. Hi. We're still recording, but that doesn't mean you need to be quiet or anything. All right, I'll just be noisy then. (laughs) Is it going really great so far? It's pretty great. Really great. Yeah. Yeah, but we didn't really do much. Um, yeah, I did. I seriously did want to know if your butt was hurting because it's been hurting more than it usual. It still hurts. Yes. Yeah. Well, maybe that's a good. Maybe that's a sign. Maybe it's a. Oh. See. Okay. This is what I need to talk to you about. Great. Do you have anything symptoms? I don't know. I did the doctor googling last night. Oh God. Ugh, like a dingling. So what did you Google? I want to know. Oh, <laughs> I mean, this is gonna be gross. Maybe. Nothing's too gross. Because like. Presumably, my period would be coming. Mm-hmm. So I ha- know what my body does before my period. Uh-huh. Discharge, etc. Mm, gotcha. We've talked about that on here. Great. It just seemed like... Different? Yeah. And breasts. You like, feel insensitive? Super, super. But also, like... This is good. These are... So Dr. Google is like, yeah, I mean, these are yeah, but good things, but, but also, also say this they, is premenstrual. Are, right. So here's the thing I would say about your period, though. 
period's not going to come because you're on progesterone. Right. But you still would get the symptoms. I don't know if you would or not. That's what I was trying to Google specifically. I don't know. I don't know, but I have no symptoms. I got nothing. And I don't like it. I Dr. Just wanted- Google also said that also could mean that you're pregnant. I know. It's all I'm vague. losing my mind because I'm, as I said, alone a lot. I mm-hmm. said this earlier, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I don't have any fucking distractions. And it's not a busy week for work because it's Thanksgiving. Yeah. I don't have any work to do. And I don't have anybody around me. And I'm in my house all the time, you know, trying to be productive but not. And so, basically, I'm just, like, walking around, like... I've lost my mind, like shuffling around my house. I don't know, making making food and and eating too much and oh god, I've uh, been eating way too much. <sighs> I get it. I but I need distraction or something because I'm so jealous that you have a man. It has been so helpful. I have to say, <sighs> and I mean, is that shitty to say? It has been a helpful. Oh thing. no, it's not shitty. Um, he also hasn't been working this last week because that's mm. how these jobs go. Yeah, and. I said to him, I am so grateful that it worked out this way because I would be losing my mind. (laughs) Here's a goodie, though. He turns 40 this year, this Tuesday, the day after we find out. Oh, my God. So the plan, actually, for this weekend, one of the things was I wanted to take him to Baja, California, Mexico, to do... The Val de Guadalupe. I don't area, know what that is. Wine region. Oh, I'm probably oh. saying it very wrong. Anyway, it's supposed to be terrific and uh, can't drink wine anyway right now, but there's some great restaurants there. And I wanted to take him right after Thanksgiving. We were going to go. And I went to my acupuncturist, did some acupuncture before and after. And she said, But what about Zika? And I oh, was like, Yeah, huh? yeah, you can't go. So then I texted my doctor and she said, Hey, I mean, it's. I just don't want you to travel right now, period. Oh. So, so uh, anyway. Oh. So that was just like, dang it. But at least it was a good distraction having to cancel reservations and stuff. Oh, yeah. But planning oh, you'd, this birth- you'd actually planned things. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Because the other part of me being home this time of year, I'm not usually home this time of year. I'm usually away in Kentucky doing a play. We haven't been together for 10 years for his birthday properly. Since oh, my 30. gosh. Oh my gosh. So I wanted to celebrate him. Yeah. And it's just so poetic that it's all happening all at once. (laughs) All this to say, I have had distraction in a way that you haven't, and Mm -hmm. it's still plaguing my brain. So I can't imagine. Well, it's been, I've been really good at avoiding it or displacing my, I don't know what, just thinking about, I've been thinking about a lot of other things. It just, Every time it comes into my mind, it just kind of makes me ill. What about the idea that, like, we could be peeing on sticks right now and no? And why are we not doing that? Because Dr. Google says don't. Why? Because the progesterone somehow skews it or maybe makes it look different. Mm. Lies? You think these are lies? I don't believe that. Well, in my office, they give you a blood test and a pee test at the same time. They tell you what the pee test says five minutes later, and then you have to wait until the nighttime till the blood test results come back. What do they do at your place? Do you know? No idea. They might give you a pee test when you get there. And it's just like, why do I... I'm going to go to the office, do this pee test, and then a nurse is going to tell me? That's going to fucking suck. I, like, makes me ill and want to cry just thinking about that. Yeah. 
So I could just do the test the morning of by myself. Maybe. At least you but can... I don't want to do that either because I'm scared. <laughs> I know, because if we don't, <laughs> if I don't, then that means it's still possible. Josh was right about us, well, me crying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing. <laughs> um, that's the other thing is I... You've been emotional? Like... An insane woman. Oh, this is good. Setting up our Christmas tree, I burst into tears. (laughs) Like actual heaving sob Uh, tears. Uh, And he said, what? And I said, I'm just so happy. Yeah. But like... Oh, it sounds wonderful. I think that's what that was. Also, these hormones. Yes, we're on a lot of drugs. (laughs) Oh my God. So, yeah, yeah, emotional as can be. I don't know. So that's the thing is if we don't so pee on you, sticks, it means that it's all possible. And until we pee on the stick and get the blood work done, we can pretend that maybe this is going to happen, which I'm so pessimistic at this point. Right, yeah. It's like um, the way I used to, by month four, back when I was trying naturally, I started to see the two-week wait as two weeks where I could potentially be pregnant. And yes. that was kind of fun. But... That's bullshit now. Now, I don't know what goes on in my brain for the moment that I think that I might be pregnant. Like, a thousand thoughts happen immediately, and then I have to shut them off. Like, um, how do I tell my mom, or how do I tell my nana, or what am I going to do first? (laughs) I don't know what. Yeah. How am I going to tell, what am I going to tell my listeners, or where does this come in the podcast? Do I tell them at the end of the podcast and make them wait? Do I not tell them if it's bad news? Do I make them wait another week? Or I don't know what. Just like yeah, my my just my brain just goes off the rails, and then I have to like get it tie pull it back in. And is this different than the last? Well, methods? like you said, there's so much weight on that one embryo, and I only have the one embryo too. And I think my embryo is a little less. Um, has a lesser pro- probability of implanting than yours or anybody doing a transfer, a fresh, a frozen transfer. Well, actually, I don't know because yours, because yours didn't have genetic testing, right? It did. They did PGS. Yeah. Oh, so that's great. This embryo is great. Is the hope? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I think most clinics, their probability or whatever is supposed to be 60 to 70 percent chance of working i think maybe did i make that up or just no i think you're right i think that's but then mine has been biopsied twice and and thawed and frozen twice and so it's been through a little bit more and then we know it had some abnormal cells to begin with so there's just it's just not as um likely but it's not i saw this other doctor dr chung and she said it was more like 20 to 30 percent chance of working but Dr. Kalin never said anything like that. I didn't ask him because I, I, I don't want to hear. Yeah. Because it's not helpful, actually. Mm-hmm. The negative stuff isn't anyway. I, yeah, I don't know. I like, I like hearing it, but I don't want him to tell me. I want to think that he thinks it's still 60 to 70%. Okay. That's what I want to think. Great. <laughs> <laughs> that is totally what Anyway, I just, I'm not, I'm not losing my mind. I'm just... I just don't like this. I fucking hate it. Yeah. Maybe that's a better way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. It's so just out of our con- my control. Yeah. Which stinks. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. want to be able to know and mm-hmm. move on. 
Yes. And moving on, that brings me to the next thing, which is, well, real quick, I want to know what time your appointment is on Monday. Um, here's what's also wonderful is it was also like, is it happening? Is it not? I don't think it's happening, but I'm not going to be here. So I have a calendar of all these things that I'm doing with no times. So I just sort of like show up. Oh, great. Yep. And everyone's really great about it. Okay. But it's really not usual, probably. Yeah. I have a friend who's going to the same doctor, in fact, and she, for her own adventure. Uh And she said, what time are you going to be there? That's a fun word. Everyone calls it a journey, but I like adventure. That's better, right? That's fun. Well, everyone's always trying to think of a new word for journey. And I think that adventures tops. Oh, let's do that. Yeah, right? It's a better... It makes it fun. (laughs) (laughs) Because, like, sometimes it can be fun. Look. We did a thing on the same day. We're, yes, that was fun. I loved the day of my re- my uh, retrieval and my transfer. Me too. Mm. I thought that I had a nurse that was just out of this world. Oh, terrific. Gosh. Oh, Joan. Her name was Joan. That's a cool name. Oh, she was great. <laughs> um, oh, fallback plan. Fallback? Is that what you call it? Plan sure. B? Plan B. Uh, at this point, I don't even see plan Z. We don't know. We don't know. We have no idea. We've talked about embryo adoption. Just you don't finding. even have to think about it right now. Yeah. Yeah. We're kind of not. Like, in yeah. some ways, I want to know what the plan is just to do it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't remember what I told you. Well, I'll remind the listeners, too. I, um, I have these frozen eggs at a different clinic. Yes, and you didn't want to move? I don't want to move them because they're so precious. I'm scared that I'll, that if something goes wrong, I'll just blame myself forever and ever. So I went and saw the doctor there. She was lovely. I mean, there were my my doctor wouldn't wasn't able to see me until months out. So I saw this other woman, and she was so cool. I loved her. And Dr. Kalen worked under her at UCLA. Oh, right, which on. was so cool. That's great. Yes. Oh, she was so cool. I don't know if "under" is the right term, uh, but I they, buy it. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds. Hot. She was doing her. She was working there while he was doing his fellowship. So he's just a little, couple years younger than her. Okay. Point is, she was fabulous. I love her. Her main choice was to do IVF all over again at her place. Her second choice was to use my frozen eggs. Her third choice was to use my frozen embryo that I had, which is what I did. Got it. She based those choices on, like, the chances of it working. Okay. So she thought IVF would be the highest, best option. <laughs> Oh, FedEx. Yeah. It's okay. I'll cut that part. Thanks. Sorry about that. That's okay. I don't even remember what I was talking about. Oh, one, two, three choices. Right. Right, 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 right. So I, after that, I um, emailed her, told her, told her I was using my embryo and asked if instead of thawing all of my 16 eggs, I could thaw eight of them and then do a fresh transfer. And she said yes. Oh, yeah, that was like a month ago. This week I emailed her and uh, oh yesterday, <laughs> yesterday I emailed her and asked if my embryo doesn't work, could we get this going so that I can do it this month? And and she said yes, but the transfer would be like December twenty third or fourth or twenty fifth. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> Right. And so when you asked me earlier if I was going home for Christmas, it's been my plan to go home for Christmas this whole time. Yeah, of course. Um, no matter what. But 
now, if I don't get pregnant, I don't want to, I just don't want to wait another month. I hear you. I just want to do it. I don't, I don't want it to be two months from now and I do this, do my next transfer. You know what I mean? Well, then I think you have to listen to you. Which is but I've never missed Christmas, and I'm 41 years old. <laughs> so what about new traditions? Uh, no, I don't. I have zero traditions in my life except what I have with my family, which I, yeah. <laughs> like I, uh, that's what I want. All I want is family. Yeah. <sighs> and anyway, I know my mom would lose her mind <laughs> if I wasn't there. Yeah. Also, my East, my West Coast family is all going to the East Coast Ugh. for the first time in a long time. Oh, God. I just know how terrible my mom will feel if, if she's just imagining me here on Christmas. I will promise you, you will not be by yourself on Christmas. <laughs> if that is how this plays out, <laughs> we will all be together for Christmas. So that, hopefully, that isn't a huge factor. Like... Who knows what Monday will bring for both of us. Right. But if it's something that you feel like you really need to do this for the momentum, for your brain, for all of the reasons, I bet your mom and your dad will be very understanding. Yeah. They seem to be exceedingly supportive throughout all of this. Yeah, but my mom felt terrible that she couldn't be here for my transfer, which is not, it's like not a bad Oh, it's not a hard procedure. And she's just like, Mom, I will fly out there tonight. Dad and I were talking and, you know, all, all this stuff. And she just felt terrible about it. I just, but it does make me feel better to know that if that, if it does come down to all of this and I, that I do have somewhere I can go on yes. Christmas. And it's the greatest. It's the greatest. We are, it's okay to start building our own traditions. So two years ago, we did an LA Christmas. Yeah. And it was, it was genuinely the best yeah so if that's how it shakes out it will be the best yeah and you will have a wonderful time and you will feel tradition and you will feel cozy and you will have good food and good humans around you yeah well i talked to my mom tonight and it turns out she is super cool of course she was on board with the idea if it turns out that that's how it's going to be she did ask me are you sure you can't wait until january and at that point What I said was, I just want my life to start. And then I started crying. (laughs) And it's interesting because I haven't really cried a lot in quite a while. And now when I cry, it's like, oh, I should, maybe I should pay attention to that. That must be something that's important to me. So what did that cry teach me? That I've been through a lot and I am sick of being in this place and I want to move on to the next chapter of my life. Oh, God. (sighs) Okay. I'm excited that your boobs are sore. Hey, thanks. And that you're emotional. <laughs> I don't, like, I am actually not a super PMS human. Right. I get sore boobs, but then they go away in a day or whatever. I don't get sore. I don't get anything. Oh, not So any. maybe this is the same thing for me. This is exactly your normal. But when I got pregnant last year, I didn't have symptoms. I had a yeast infection, and I had all kinds of crazy shit going down. Like, it was not... But that was... Like, I don't remember what happened. I, I had a yeast infection and went to the gynecologist, and I was like, I, maybe I got a yeast infection from all the inseminations. No, I remember what happened. Right before that, I had had that histosalpingogram where they go and they do things. You know, they put the dye in your uterus and they do the x ray. So there was that. And then also, I was on antibiotics because uh, of some dental stuff, okay? 
But it was also probably all the inseminations. So I didn't have any symptoms, but I did have this massive yeast infection and I was spotting the whole time. So I was like, I'm definitely not pregnant. So that wouldn't happen in this situation? We could spot. That could be implantation bleeding. Yeah, and that sure hasn't happened for me. Does that happen? No, but it doesn't happen to 30% of pregnancies. So, so, I don't know. I do remember reading once that there's something called leucorrhea, which mm-hmm. is like a milky discharge. Oh, yes. I read that too last uh, night. Do you have that? <laughs> well, <laughs> I have, you, I don't have anything, but you, you do. That's a, but that's why I'm like, I don't know. I have only a vague awareness of what's going on, but I know what my body generally does. Yeah. And it is not unusual for that to happen, yeah. but it, this is seeming different. Yeah. But I am chalking it up to all of the hormones that we're on. Yeah. And I'm also stuff. doing a, a estrogen up the hoo-ha at night. Oh. It's a blue pill and I have blue discharge. Uh, is that a symptom? <laughs> Are you having an avatar baby? <laughs> Amazing. Um, are you also taking an Yes, oral? three a day. Bull. Patches. I'm just doing patches. Well, it doesn't bother me. Great. <laughs> oh, right. That was the first time I lost my mind was the night before. Or the implant. I did a progesterone. Or this, or rather, uh-huh. not the implant, the transfer. Transfer. Mm-hmm. I was half an hour late doing my progesterone shot. Yeah. Does that matter? Well, my brain really thought it did, and I really. Josh took Emerson for a walk. I realized in that time, oh God, oh God, it's a half an hour after because whatever it had gotten away from me. And I really was in quite a tizzy when he came home, and he was like, it's okay. Just text your doctor. It's okay. Just yeah. tell her. And she wrote back immediately and was like, no, you're fine. That's, you're totally fine. Yeah. Yeah. But I was like, great. I've made it to my marathoning metaphor. I've made it to mile 21 of 26. And this is where I break down because oh, yeah. I've forgotten to give myself yeah. the progesterone at the correct time. Yeah. 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 Fraught. You've been through so much. Well, you too. Well, I mean, it's not a competition. No, but true. Like, I think everyone, if we're, if you're doing this, then you've probably been through this a adventure. Yeah. If you've <laughs> embarked on this adventure and if this is where the adventure has led, probably there has been a lot yeah. of more exciting adventure before yeah. it. No, I've got a question, but I don't want Josh to hear it, but I want my listeners to hear it. Oh gosh. Oh, oh, did you hear that listeners? You guys toppled over. I actually don't think I'll put this in there. What did your doctor tell you about sex? <laughs> she didn't really. Just she didn't tell you to not have sex? I did that reading my own self. Oh my god, what is wrong with them? I really think it was so fast and loose that we were stepping this all forward. Mm. And also she literally was going on vacation. Yeah. <laughs> so my doctor barely nobody told me anything either. It's just in my paperwork. Yeah, that's for sure not in my paperwork. But we <laughs> have abstained. Poor, poor man. I, but I, like asking any of them sex questions makes me feel like a dirty slut because everybody that they see is a married person, basically. Most of the people. Sure. And so I feel like they don't even bother to tell me about sex because they assume I'm not having it because I don't have a partner. Whereas I think it would should be the opposite. Like, I'd be having more sex because I'm not in a relationship that's like... You know, having a hard time and, uh, you right. know, I don't know. 
Any so you doctor Googled it? I ended up emailing Dr. Kalen and the two nurses and asking very specifically, (laughs) I know you're not allowed to have sex, but are you allowed to have oral sex? Use a vibrator, masturbate, have orgasms. Like I asked I had to ask all these things. Yes. Did they write back? And then I wrote asking for a friend. It turns out you were. I want to know the answers too. Yes, my listeners want to know. And then, yes, Julie got back to me and she said, please tell your friend that... (laughs) Oh, and I said, is it okay to even get turned on? And so she said, please tell your friend that uh, she can give oral sex that she can't receive it. (laughs) And none of the other things we don't want uh, the uh, uterus contracting. Right. Um, And... But if she gets turned on, she shouldn't feel bad about it or something like that. <laughs> what a great nurse. Yeah. And then Dr. Uh, Kalen was like, these are all great questions. We should be more specific. So, But I was so embarrassed and mortified after I sent that email. I was yeah. like, why did I do that? I'm, I'm, I swear I'm going to be a good mother. You know, but it's just, that has nothing to do with that. And because we don't know this stuff, like, like I said, feeling removed from it all, sort of, I just like show up at the appointments at this point and I'm like and I'm like Meh, I don't know what's happening just let it happen yeah and I've stopped asking lots of questions I think because nothing has ever come of it anyway for me up until this point yeah but we do have to have this information available to us so I should be asking more questions well I just listen to your podcast and then you give me well, the people, answers. But like, yeah, people have, we're on the same schedule. It's at this really point. helpful. <laughs> if we both got pregnant, then you could just listen to my podcast instead of reading all what to expect. For sure. <laughs> that is what I will be doing. That is exactly how that would go. Oh, wouldn't that be a dream? What a nice thing that would be. How fun would that be? <sighs> so fun. That would be an adventure. That would be such a fun adventure. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. What a dream. Gosh, I guess we'll be checking back in with each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. I don't want to. I don't want to either. Talking to you today, you asked if I wanted to, and then you sort of were like, but we don't have to. I wouldn't. <coughs> and then we don't even have to use this. Oh, yeah. And I think it. my hesitance was because kind of like peeing on the stick then it means I'll know an answer like if I talk about it maybe then it's gonna jinx it yeah I know I know that's why I don't talk I don't want to talk about things sometimes yeah that's why you can still change your mind no I don't feel that way no (laughs) I I don't it did take me a second to understand why I was hesitant though it feels like a jinxy thing and I hate that yeah I hate that but it isn't is the other thing I know well, you know, I talked about PGS testing, right? I went into like, I studied into mosaics before I found out that I had a mosaic embryo. Wow. And I feel uh, there was part of me that was like, did I cause did I that? And then, no, is I know, the answer. I know, I know. Yeah, this whole thing. It's like, did I cause all of this? No. No, no. Oh, I hate it. <laughs> I hate this. Me too. Anyway, all right. Okay, we did it. Thank you, Selena. Say goodbye. Goodbye, Selena. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) She's so wonderful, and I'm so lucky I got to talk to her on Saturday. It just made me feel so much better having somebody who knew exactly, like, what was going on in my head at that moment.
since we were on the exact same schedule. And now, here we are on Monday. I recorded this on the drive to Dr. Kalen's office this morning. I'm almost to the clinic right now. I'm driving and I'm in traffic. Right now, I'm wondering if I should tell them, no pee stick, just blood test, call me later, no pee stick. What do you guys think about that? I wish you could answer me right now, but you can't. Bottom line, I'm ready for the results. I'm a strong single mother by choice. I can do anything. I can handle this. I'm gonna be okay. If I'm not pregnant, I will learn from this month, this coming month, you know, I'll get something out of it. Um, See, last night I, uh, my boobs felt a little weird, (laughs) but then I remembered that I played guitar the day before and maybe the guitar had just been pressing on them a little bit weird. I don't know. I don't know. I took my bra off and they just kind of hurt. <laughs> uh, last night I was flossing and burst into tears, which was hilarious because I was weeping with my mouth wide open and while flossing. It was a scene right out of a movie. Anyway, um, I started crying because I remembered that I've been through a lot of trauma at the doctor's office. and. Today I could be walking into more trauma. A little just, you know, minor traumas, you know. The first one being my first ultrasound when I was pregnant and the doctor not being able to see a yolk sac. And uh, and then the next week when, when it was, the embryo was the same size and hadn't grown and there was still no yolk sac or heartbeat. And then the main one, the main trauma was that day that I... I went in for my first transfer ultrasound after my first half of IVF, after the egg retrieval, and the PGTA results had already come in, and he gave me the terrible news that none of my embryos were normal. Oh my god, it was just such a fucking gut punch, and I spent the next hour and a half, hour and a half in my car, crying on the phone with my mom and with Shelby. Yeah, just walking into that right now. But, it doesn't have to be traumatic. So, I don't know, I've just had a lot of, I've had a couple bad, bad news moments in there and and I'm scared but I'm feeling strong this morning I'm feeling okay I can do this all right goodbye and so I went inside I sat down in the unusually crowded waiting room just then a woman came out from the office in sunglasses and I gave her a smile letting her know she could sit near me there weren't any other seats around and she said it's nice to see a smiling face And then I noticed that she was crying and trying so hard to hold it together. I asked if I could get her some tissues and she nodded. Then I sat back down and I held her arm and I told her I knew what she was going through. She said, I'm too old. I waited too long. We talked a bit and I was able to comfort her a little. This was her first appointment at 43 years old. Dr. Winkler had only seen one egg. But I thought, you only need one. 
And then I thought about the long road she had ahead of her and the long road I had no idea I had ahead of me when I started this whole thing a year ago. And I told her, don't worry, you have options. If you want to talk about it sometime, call me. Then they called me to the back and gave me my pee cup. When I came out of the bathroom, I told them when they gave me the news, I didn't want other people around. They said, gotcha. As I sat there, I could see my heart pounding underneath my fluffy wool sweater. I mean, it was moving up and down. Then Patricia called me into the back a few minutes later to draw my blood, and as I sat there, I saw Dr. Kalen whiz by the door. Were they asking him to look at my pee test? Was it so faint that they couldn't tell if there was a line or not? Did they need him to confirm? When Patricia was done, he came in, and I knew the second I saw his face. I said, Oh no, I can see it on your face. And then he gave me the news. The pee test was negative. And much to my surprise... I was fine. I was calm, and I knew what was next for me. Yes, 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 of course, I'd wait for the blood test results, but I wasn't going to hold my breath. I got up, I hugged Dr. Kalen goodbye, thinking this might be the last time I see him, although I didn't tell him that part. And then I went to my car, called my mom, and we had a nice conversation. Then I went home, cleaned my Airbnb, went to acupuncture, and then continued editing this podcast. And I still feel okay. There are some important things I have to do. One of those is picking a new sperm donor, and I'm kind of excited about it. It's a fresh start. And now, look, here's the bright side. I can exercise. I can drink alcohol. I can take a hot bath. And yes, I can have sex. I can have normal sex, oral sex, butt sex. I'm probably not going to have any butt sex. (laughs) I can masturbate, use a vibrator. I can have as many orgasms as I want, although... As If you listen to episode one of season two, you know it's very hard for me to have orgasms. All right, well, I'm going to go now. Um, no, you know what? I'm going to tell you something. I've been texting back and forth with Selena, of course. She did her blood test this morning, no pee test. So she was still waiting for her results when I texted her about my negative pee test. I told her I felt okay and that she better have some good news for me later on. We exchanged a bunch of motherfuckers and I love yous and and she threw in some inspiring words of encouragement about the future. Later on, she texted me and sadly, her fucking test was negative too. And she too let me know that they were okay. We exchanged a couple more motherfuckers and love yous, a couple more onwards, a courageous here we go and let's do this. And finally she said, more adventure awaits. Thank you all so much for listening. I hope you're okay. I'm okay. I really appreciate you. I really appreciate you, Selena, Mom, Dr. Kalen, everybody's so wonderful. I've I've really just, I'm so thankful for everything that, oh, now I'm getting emotional. I'm so thankful for everything that I've experienced this year. Fucked up, though some of it may be. Shit, I swear I'm okay. (laughs) I had a kombucha, which has alcohol in it, so that's probably what's happening. (laughs) anyway thank you to everybody (laughs) fuck me (laughs) thank you everybody for being so supportive and wonderful thank you to my patreon subscribers thank you to just you for listening please go rate review and subscribe if you want to reach me call me at 323 what's the number 323-741-1818 or text me at that same number 
email me at spermcast at gmail.com. Follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and fucking Facebook at spermcast. And um, tell your friends. Tell two people to listen to this podcast. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to go have sex. Goodbye. He could be balding, bearded, shorter, tall, funny, smart, love basketball, gay, straight, black, white, tiny ass with an underbite. I just need sperm. Sperm cast. An Erios production. Powered by ACAST. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm, HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 